Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Wade. God's remnant are those who acknowledge God in all of their ways, even when their ways sometimes do not please God. They are the ones who are always confessing their sins to God while believing he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Here on the Remnant Podcast, we stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ inspired and led by Holy Spirit to bring all glory to God. Lives will be changed, souls delivered, and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realm for which we have been granted authority by God. Good evening. Thank you for joining the Remnant Podcast. I'm your host. Jackie Wade, thank God for you all coming on with me today. Many of us will experience this. And the question becomes, do I really have to love those that do me wrong? Do I really have to love those that do me wrong? We'll be discussing loving those who do us wrong. Loving those who have wronged us can seem counterintuitive and can certainly be difficult, yet it is a powerful principle taught throughout the Bible. And we're going to dive into some scriptures that will guide us on this journey of love and forgiveness. Our scripture today is going to be Matthew chapter 5, verse 44, and I'm going to read from the New International Version, the NIV. It says, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. See, Jesus himself calls us to this radical form of love, not only to cease animosity, but to actively love and pray for those who harm us. Next, we want to look at Romans, the 12th chapter, the 20th verse, NIV. It states, on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Because in doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. This urges us to respond to those who wrong us with kindness, which can lead to their transformation. And when you really have a heart for God and people, although people may do you wrong, you still want to see them in a better place because a better place uh, with God not only helps them, but it allows you to see Everything that you will go through and do is not in vain because ultimately everything we do is to please God. That is our ultimate purpose here on this earth is to please God. Next, we're going to look at Luke, the sixth chapter, the 27th verse, the New International Version. It says, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Again, the message of Jesus is clear. And we're to actively do good to those who harbor ill feelings towards us. I know it could be hard. I know it's not the easiest to do. I had to walk this road myself and learning how to demonstrate and live out this principle. But I will say after I put it to work and tested the word of God, it definitely opened doors for myself. And then if that person on the other end was able to receive, it transformed their life. Not that they needed to be any friend of mine or I needed to be in their space, 
but the fact that I was able to, to be a, be a blessing and God allowed me allowed me he used me ultimately that was demonstrated it's not easy I will say that because you can deal with difficult people sometimes in difficult situations but if you put God first and if you pray before doing these things God will give you the supernatural ability to move and to um be able to uh, be used by him in such a way that you'll know his word is true and you'll keep doing it. And so the goal again is to please God. So when we look here, it says um, in Luke six twenty six. but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those that hate you. Again, the message of Jesus is clear. We are to actively do good to those who harbor ill feelings towards us. 1 Peter 3 and 9 NIV counsels us not to retaliate. Now look at this. It says, do not repay evil for evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you will call so that you may inherit a blessing. See, this passage right here reminds us that our response to wrongdoing should not be more wrongdoing, but rather a blessing. Again, it is challenging when you have to do good by someone that has done wrong or insult. We don't want to do insult to insult. But when you um, counteract doing those things, listen what it says. It says, because to this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. See, and a blessing, what could that be? We don't know, but God knows exactly what we stand in need of. God knows exactly those things that he want to bless us with. A lot of times they're not natural things. They're peace. It could be peace. That's a spiritual thing. It could be joy. That's a spiritual blessing. It could be more understanding. That's a spiritual blessing. It could be the capacity to love difficult people. That's a spiritual blessing. And so many times we equate our blessings with houses and cars and finance. Don't get me wrong. God wants there to be a demonstration in the earth of who we are. But when he wants to inherit, have us to inherit a blessing, how about we now start to focus on God? Give me more joy. Give me more love. Give me more peace. Give me more of everything that you have for me because I can continue to do your will and your work efficiently with the anointing on my life. And then lastly, when we look at Proverbs 10 and 12, 10th chapter 12 verse, it says, hatred stares up conflict, but love covers over all wrongs. And this Proverbs give us a powerful truth. The truth to love has the capacity to heal and restore where there is hurt and ruin. Love has the capacity to draw people to you or a situation instead of pushing them away. Love has have the um, the possibility and the power to help someone understand and be more uh, uh, compassionate when they may have not wanted to understand or lack understanding and did not want to want to be compassionate. But because someone had showed that person love, 
And God will tell you exactly how to show love because love isn't always a hug. Love isn't always a kind word. Love, love isn't always what we think it is. Love could be um, paying for a meal. So I have never received, ever, ever had anyone pay for anything for them. And that could be a form of love. Love could just be a smile. Love could be a gentle word. Love can be um, your coworker and you giving them a, oh, you did a great job, a compliment. Love can come into so many forms. And that's why we have to be mindful of exactly what does God want us to do? And it's always important to consult God. God, how do I deal with this person? How do I show them love? It can be an issue with you or your mother, you and your father, you and your sibling. Well, guess what? They may have not spoken to you for years or want to speak, but you may be able to send a card. You may be able to send something anonymously just to show love. And God sees what we do in secret and what he rewards us openly. So the, the scriptures don't promise that loving those who wronged us will be easy, but it does. It sure enough assures us that it is the right and rewarding thing to do. Loving others, even when it's hard, is what we're called to do as followers of Christ. Loving our enemies isn't an easy concept to embrace. Like I stated, it's not always easy. Yet as children of God, we're called to do just that. But why? We're going to delve, dive into the scripture for deeper understanding. Okay. So when we look at Matthew, the fifth chapter, the 44th verse through the 45th verse, in NIV, Jesus says, tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. And here Jesus tells us that loving our enemies aligns us with the character of our heavenly father. God's love is impartial, extending to both the righteous and unrighteous. And as his children, that's what we're to reflect this love. Luke 635 says, we see a similar sentiment. It says, but love your enemies, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the most high because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Again, loving our enemies isn't just about our actions towards them. It's also about emulating God's character. See, so we don't want to get hung up in the fact that we're doing something and we're acting towards the person, but we really want to do it to emulate God's character and to emulate the heart of God. Amen. And so Romans 12, 19 through 21 says, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And on the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, Give them something to drink. See, we went over this earlier. And so we want to embody this. We want to remember we will not be overcome by evil, but we will overcome evil with good. I declare and decree tonight that those people who you find it hard to love, who you find it difficult to get along with, and they always have something to say, and they always have some type of spirit that is trying to come at you and after you. I'm declaring and decreeing tonight, after we go through this podcast, you will no longer have to experience that spirit again. Why? Because you're going to walk 
in the spirit, in the realm of what the word of God is saying, that we will not repay evil for evil, but we're going to love those that do us wrong. And then God will allow us to inherit a blessing. I declare and decree that the peace of God will come upon your life and you will walk in love. I declare and decree that you will see this, those pe these people in their spirit that will try to come to irritate you way before it comes. And you will prepare yourself through prayer, through the word of God and by meditation to understand exactly how to line up and what to do when you have to deal with someone with a spirit that is contrary to yours. Amen. Thank you, God. And so tonight we want to remember 1 John 4 and 20. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or a sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Love for others, including our enemies, is a manifestation of our love for God, people of God. Remember that. So we want to love each other, including our enemies, because by doing that, we are love of God and God will allow us to inherit a blessing. And so these scriptures today highlight that love is not merely a feeling. It's not merely an emotion. It's a command from God and a reflection of his character. And as children of God, loving our enemies become an act of, an, of obedience. As we love our enemies, we are being obedient. It's, it's a testament of our faith and a demonstration of God's love working through us. I wanted to come on today just to remind you that it is hard at times to love those. And we know it can be a challenging task, especially when our natural inclination may be to respond with anger and retaliation. Yet, as children of God, we are called to a higher standard. I want to go over four reasons why we are called to love those who do us wrong. The first one, as I stated earlier, is to reflect, it is to reflect God's character. And that's found in Matthew 5, 44, 45. Number two, we want to be able to facilitate forgiveness. Ephesians 4, 32 it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. If we harbor resentment and hatred towards those who have wronged us, it hampers our ability for, to forgive. It hampers our ability to receive our blessings. If we harbor bitterness and resentment, and I know it is hard. I have been wronged in so many areas of my life, and I'm quite sure you have too. However, when we really focus and understand that it's bigger than us. It, it allows us to move past that. It allows us the ability to forgive. And as we've been forgiven much by God, we too should extend forgiveness to others. And then it allows us to overcome evil with good. Remember Romans 12, 21, it says, do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So responding to wrongdoing with love is a powerful way to counteract negativity and hatred. And then remember, we are following Jesus' example and can help to transform adversarial situations. Number four is to validate our love for God. First John 4 20, and we went over this a little earlier. Whoever claims to love God, 
yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Because how can you love your sister whom you've seen and you say you love God whom you have not seen? So our love for God is shown in tangible ways through our love for others, including those who have wronged you and I. So while it's undoubtedly unchallenging to love those who wronged us as children of God, we are equipped with the Holy Spirit with the power of God to help us extend love where it's most difficult. Remember, it's not merely about the act of loving, but about becoming more like Christ. It's about becoming more like our Heavenly Father and remembering that we are God's vessels on the earth to show love so that the world can be transformed by his love. Again, I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast, remembering those difficult times, dealing with difficult people, and dealing with those that may have hurt you to the core. Don't forget to go to God in prayer. Remember that forgiveness is a key to free you, not just to forgive the other person, it's to free you from that bond and the trap of the enemy. It was a time I walked around for four years with unforgiveness in my heart. And the day that I decided to forget it, it was like I seen everything different. The sky was brighter. Everything was brighter. But in that unforgiveness state, I walked around and everything seemed very gray, seemed very dull. It seemed like nothing was really coming together for me. But the moment I chose in my heart to forgive that person or people, should I say, with several that hurt me and tears running down my eyes and I cried out to God and I said, God, if you could take this pain of unforgiveness from me, I promise, I promise that I will serve you. And God did it. He removed the burden. He removed the yoke of bondage. He removed those things that clouded my mind. And then, I, like I stated, in the natural, I seen things brighter. Things were coming together for me. But when I released it in the spirit and I gave it to God, I was so thankful. And so today, there may be someone who's dealing with that unforgiving spirit. Yes, they hurt you. They lied on you. They may have done something to you. They may have stole from you. They may have talked about you. They may have hurt your child. They may have walked out on you. They could have abandoned you. They could have took everything you had. But I want to ask you today, I plead with you today, that if there is any unforgiveness in your heart, I want you to pray with me on today. And not just on today. I want you to continue to pray every day. Until you feel peace every day, you go to God in prayer and you ask him to free you from the bond of the enemy. Because one thing I learned, if I had not forget, was able to forgive, I don't believe my life would be like it is today. Another marriage, another child. The enemy didn't want me married. He didn't want to see me live and 
have, you know, be at peace and enjoy my family, but God seen otherwise. And so I'm here as his vessel, my testimony, knowing what he's able to do. And guess what? He's not a respective person. So if he did it for me, he can do it for you. If you're dealing with the hurt of someone, a loved one that has been taken from you, you're dealing with the hurt of a spouse walking out on you. If you're dealing with the hurt of someone molesting you, if you're dealing with the hurt of losing a career because a lie was told on you and that thing still festers in your heart and you know that you need to forgive. Listen, pray with me today, but continue to pray until you know and you will know when that burden has been lifted. There's a personal walk between you and God and God is faithful. Again, if he did it for me, he could do it for you. So before we leave this broadcast tonight, our podcast, I want to pray. I want to pray for anyone who's dealing with people who have done you wrong. I want to deal with this unforgiveness. I want to pray for those who may not all understand exactly why you had to go through what you what you went through and why you have to deal still with difficult people. Because a lot of times we're in situations where we're like, why do I have to deal with this? Remember, God has a purpose and God has a plan for everything that we go through. But guess what? The major purpose in the plan is not only that we become more like him, but that we can lead others to him. Amen. And so let's pray on tonight. Father God, we come before you and we thank you, God. We thank you for another opportunity, God, another day that you have made. And we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Today, God, we lay those at your feet who may be struggling with the issue of forgiveness. They may have been so disappointed and hurt in their lives where they don't understand why me. And that question of why me comes up so many times. But we thank you on today, God, that you're going to enlighten their minds and their hearts. Lord God, that they will cry out to you, that they will pray to you to ask. And as we come in agreement tonight, that you will lift the spirit of unforgiveness off of them. And they will continue to cry out to you, Lord God, to help them with this uh, unforgiveness. Release it now in their lives, God, that they will know you to be a healer, Lord God, a restorer, and everything that the enemy tried to take from them, God, that you can restore. Father, we come tonight and today, Lord God, laying them at your feet. Those who may have dealt with a lost one being um, taken from them too early. Those who have dealt with a career being snuffed away from them, Lord God. Those who have dealt with um, issues of abuse, Lord God. Those who have been abandoned, walked out on, and even everything that you know your people will stand in need of. Lord, we ask tonight, God, that you will heal everyone. That you will go in that deep place in their heart, that deep place in their mind, and give them peace. Give them that unspeakable peace. Give them joy, Lord God. Give them that joy that only you can give, Father. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so we come in agreement today, thanking you for releasing your people. We thank you that they will forgive. We thank you that, Lord, they will look back to see exactly what it is that you will want them to do. We give you praise on this day. We give you glory and we give you honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so I want to thank you again for joining me. I do want to offer the prayer of salvation to anyone who may have not given their heart to Christ. I will ask that you pray this with me at this time. Father, thank you for another opportunity that you've allowed me to come into your presence. 
I ask you now to forgive me of anything I've said or done that has brought shame to your holy name. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead and he now lives in me. Thank you, Lord, that I am saved and I will, and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, thank you for joining me on the Remnant Podcast. Be blessed. I love you all. Continue to look for new content. Uh, we were on a short sabbatical for the summer from June through July. And now I'm starting our new content back in August. So I want to thank you. Uh, continue to follow us on our Facebook page at The Remnant Podcast. We're on Instagram at The Remnant. Also, um, all my word at The Remnant. And just be blessed. We're on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on um, FM, Audible, FM Radio. Um, all the different platforms. If you go to our page, you'll see all of our social media connections there and uh, continue to be blessed if you would love to send in a donation feel free to do so um, you'll see where you can give and, and you can also be a blessing that way um, by donating here to the remnant podcast listen we love you I praise God for you I'm praying for you if you have any prayer requests please send them to kingdompower0916 at gmail.com I love you now be blessed and continue to know that we have victory in Christ Jesus. Have a blessed evening. This concludes this episode of the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. Once again, I want to thank you for staying tuned to the podcast and be sure to connect with us. You could like us on our Facebook page at the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. You can also follow us on our Instagram page at the Remnant Podcast. We're also available on other social media platforms such as Spotify. Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can also watch us live on our YouTube channel at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Weed. Again, thank you for joining. I am your host, Jackie Weed.